SV Pod is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Welcome. This is SV Pod. It's a bootleg pod. Low budget bootleg pod on a phone. IT Steve is here. New name. Tried to get me on the laptop. Got kicked off. 87 log on, times. Logging on another laptop. That won't work. It's nope. fine. It's fine. We'll do it on a phone. So it sounds like. Sounds good. Does it? Yeah. Oh, great. I'm in a, I'm in a great frame of mind about all of this. <laughs> Honest to God. IT Steve, everybody. So, hey, let's talk about how the games were fixed. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? Because I'm in a bad mood, that's where I'm starting. All I right. just want, I just want, all I want is for the, just help me, help me understand. It's rigged. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Rigged. <laughs> and it's 20 to 20 with less than a half a minute to go in the game, third and four, and they're on their other side of the field. You're the worst people at rigging a game in the history of rigging a game yeah it's tied with less than half a minute to go and now now though see we've got it all sorted so on this play this guy with a bad ankle who really can't move very well he's gonna have to scramble we're not gonna call several holds because this is the play we had it all rigged for so that then when he took a step out of bounds and he was out of bounds when he gets hit by Osai, we can flag it and get him 15 yards closer so that then a guy can kick a 45-yarder in a three-degree day. In one take. One take. That's a, that's a given. That's a given. Rigged. I mean, for God's sake, just listen to yourselves. Listen to yourselves when you say these things. All of these things, that you're going to thread that needle because the NFL wanted that. Well, damn, it's crazy. They took a touchdown away from Tony <laughs> on a catch that was just like the one Devontae Smith caught on fourth down in Philly that mm. for whatever reason, the NFL didn't do an expedited review of. I guess they must have wanted Philly, which is why Purdy got hit on his elbow because that's what that's also rigged injury. I mean, I, I, I give up with this. You want to tell me the officiating was bad in Kansas city. We agree, but they took away a touchdown from Pacheco. So that's two touchdowns. We took away from Kansas city, mm -hmm. the team that it's rigged for. So no, no, no. Cause we're going to, we're going to do it later in a tie game. So we have to make a 45 yard because no one's ever missed a kick. I, I just, I'm exhausted with the volume of noise of stupidity. You want to talk about bad officiating? Again, we agree. I don't think it was well officiated. Um, but I just, I don't understand how we reached a place where, but you know why. You know why everyone's mad, Steve. Why is everyone mad? What did everyone have yesterday? Because everybody had Cincinnati and <laughs> San Francisco. It's so simple, Scott. I, yeah. I mean, you got to go on the air. And you're you're in it, right? You know, you got Hasselback. You're talking to Booger, and I'm over on the side. I'm trying to, you know, 
coordinate things, but I am just laughing at the social media coming in about that word rigged and this and that. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just scrolling and scrolling. I'm like, the world had Cincinnati. Wow. The world. That, 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 that's all it tells me. And just to talk about the officiating guys, I get Rosillo and I were laughing today. Scott, we're texting. We, he had a, he had an assignment or he had to do a thing where last year before the draft, he had to say, you know, not a, not a, not a first or second rounder, but a guy that could be an impact player and at the next level and play as a rookie. And our guy, we both agreed. We did it. It was Osai. Mm. We, loved, we loved the guy coming out of Texas. Loved him. And I'm watching him, you know, week after week. He's getting more time. There's injuries. You know, Hendricks missed some time. Hubbard's missed some time. He gets more playing time. He was great Sunday. And he made a mistake. Yep. But these people with the idea of you can't dictate the game with a call, I'm sorry. It's a flag. Yeah. It's 15 yards. That's the rule. And yes, is, is Mahomes the best in the world at embellishing a flop? Of course he is. That's part of the deal, man. He he knows what he's got, you know, running on the sideline. But he's and, a foot out of bounds, Steve. He's got and oh, and he's, he's more got, than that. I mean, from the end zone, he's I, when way I say out. he's got a, a, a foot, meaning his whole foot. Oh, gotcha. his, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in yeah. the white, he's in the painted area. Now, granted, they're both moving as fast as they can. Yep. And so it's going to carry him into the bench. And listen, it sucks for a flag to that significantly impact an outcome. But to use, to suggest, and and the people that, I I saw somebody, I wish I could remember his name, doesn't matter. Some guy on the internet is, is yelling at Joe Thomas. And Joe Thomas is trying to explain that it's not a hold. The one, the left tackle is not a hold. And this is where we are in the world that you've yeah. got some bozo telling Thomas, who's one of the best linemen All timer. in the game. All-timer. That he doesn't know what hold is because, well, you you wouldn't know it's the playoffs. Oh, I'm sorry, Glenn. You've been Good in a one. lot of playoff games, you <laughs> bozo. I mean, whoever you are. And I, I mean, it's just, I'm done. I'm done with the stupidity of this. Again, I don't know yeah. if Le- Joe Thomas says it wasn't a hold on the left tackle. Looked like the right guard might have gotten away with one. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. It appeared there could have been a hold there. Yeah. I will. Here's here's what I do believe about officiating. Human nature is real, and if you're a college basketball official and you're in a you're in a conference game and it's packed and it's a home team, and we're going back and forth. And we got a block charge. If the home team's playing defense, the hands behind the head, it's a mm-hmm. charge. If they're on offense, maybe the hands hit the hips and we're saying it's a block because I think human nature is powerful. Do, do you subconsciously officiate in a way that benefits home teams? I think so. It shouldn't. You wish it didn't, but you got a bunch of middle-aged folks out there. It's freezing cold. You're trying their best. And maybe they screw it up. They miss calls. And I don't think the games were, I don't think either game was officiated particularly well. I'll get to San Francisco Philly in a minute, but I, I it's just astounding. It's astounding to me how bad people are rigging games that that's what they relied on. Had to yeah, get all I, that right. Had to get all that right. 
in the last 20 seconds of a tie game. That's 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 how we rigged it. Well, um, good. The God. other thing, the other thing, Scott, is before the supposed rigged game is 20 to 20 with 90 seconds left. You know what happened before that? Mm. The Bengals had the ball with a chance to take the lead. Yeah, and and you know? let's let's pivot into actual football talk because again, Please, for the last dying, time, I'll say I don't. To- it wasn't. It was not officiated well. I feel like there were calls that benefited Cincinnati, a couple, but I don't think they were bad calls. I feel like there were some calls that benefited Kansas City. Some that I would I would I would agree. I think there were some missed calls for sure that benefited the home team, but I I don't think it was part of some uh, conspiracy to rig a game because if it was, boy, they're terrible at doing it. Poorly rigged. As mm. for the game, Cincinnati had moments. They had plays. Burrow hit some big ones, man. He's got a he's got a set for sure. But you said something after the game, after the show last night, when we were talking about who, what Cincinnati did and didn't do, and you used the word they just weren't what consistent. Yep. They didn't have consistency, and that's because Kansas City's defensive front uh, they got after him. Mm-hmm. They got after him. They that Burrow was under duress and. They had the ball and a chance. And that's after that third down do-over that I'm like, what was this? I was li- I was livid there. There was an all-22 angle where you saw the one guy running in, waving his hands and blowing the whistle. I guess it was so loud they didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. But you, you're looking around going, wait, you got to be kidding me. And then there's a, a sack, but then there was a call on, on Eli Apple. But then as it turned out, the Bengals got the stop. Got the ball back. Yep. Again, poorly rigged. But they got the ball back. Had a chance. They weren't able, and they drove a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Clark gets a big run run back. Apparently, there were several blocks in the back that were missed, all part of the rigging. Um, whatever, whatever the case may be, man. Mahomes on one ankle gets to gets to a Super Bowl, and this is a spectacular player. Hasselback had a couple examples of plays he made. One throw in particular to MVS for a touchdown. It's just absurd. It's absurd. I love that these two teams played two years in a row mm-hmm. uh, for, for an AFC championship game. If their paths cross again, it won't shock anybody in the playoffs because they both have got the kind of talent that could lend itself to that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I do find myself rooting for the Bengals mm-hmm. when I'm watching. I, I just like their team. Mm. I like their defense. I like Zach Taylor. He's impressed me so much with everything that he's handled this year, the way he's done it with the the Hamlin night, mm-hmm. that kind of leadership. And then ha- just he was pissed Sunday. Uh, several times. <laughs> but after the game, man, yep. high yep. road yep. over and over. Burrow, same deal. That the Osai interview with his teammates that had his back mm-hmm. uh, in the in the in the postgame. Um God, I was crushed for that young man because mm-hmm. he was devastated. Yep. And he's such a he's such a baller. Mm. Um, but this Chiefs team, you know, Arrowhead, that home field advantage. What? How many years was it? Five years in a row. I mean, they're yep. um, they're 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 what you got to go through. They're they're what you got to beat. Yep. And it's and it's really hard to do. Couple things. Yep. Hit the, me. The Chiefs. I love the way. They handled things post-game regarding this game because 
you know, Sirianni after the Eagles game, uh, our work's not done yet. Our work's not done yet. The Chiefs wanted this game for a year. They got this game. They were going to have a good time winning this game last night. And, you know, plenty of people pointed out, um, you know, I think it's Andy Reid to a T where in the in the days leading up to the game, he is not going to give you anything. People nope. start talking about what the teams are saying, what they're calling Arrowhead Stadium, what the mayor guy is doing. We don't <laughs> mayor read. guy, mayor guy. Well, I, I, you know, how was his day today at work? Anyway, Great. anyway, he's not letting you in. He says we don't pay attention to any of that. This is that that after the game. <laughs> it's not even 90 seconds after the game and and Kelsey's coming at at the mayor guy just just letting it out and you could just tell how much that was pent up in him Chris Jones I think it was on Thursday or Friday said we'll see you Sunday at Burrowhead like you you knew it was going to come down to this and I thought Chris Jones was great post game talking about how how much he took last year's loss to heart because he didn't get Burrow on the ground twice in a game. I think he had two penalties in that game. And he, you know what he did? He worked hard and he waited for the next opportunity. And that's what the Chiefs have. You meant last week on this podcast, you talked about the run that Joe Burrow is on. And this is where I need to 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 let it out on Mahomes. How's this five-year run for Mahomes? I mean, good God. We've seen the great quarterback, Scott. And that's what yesterday did for me with him, going back and watching the tape today. He, I mean, the question was, and that's what scared me in this game, was I didn't know what we were going to get out of him. He was going to play no matter what. And that's when one thing I don't think he gets enough credit for is how much of a competitor he is. He does a lot of the, you know, the stuff that gets opponents upset and he gets under your skin. But I'll tell you, man, when he needed to make plays, he was incredible. And I do think, watching the game with Tim, he, he did tweak his ankle again, backpedal on, on that throw. I think it was a third quarter. And what does he do? He battles again. You saw him with the iPad going back to his offensive line. Hey, that was on me. He had a couple throws in the dirt in, in huge situations as this Bengals momentum is building. Everybody knows what, and feels what happened because it happened last year. And for him to go out and do that, knowing he had to get that yardage on that final play and do it, I mean, good God, he – he is in a class of his own. I get it. People like Josh Allen more uh, with the Buffalo Bills story that they've been this underdog coming, you know, before the Hamlin stuff that people, you know, jumped on and, and rooted for them. Uh, Burrow, I get it. He's phenomenal. But I, I'm, I'm sorry. 15 is in a class of his own when I watch him. And I, 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 I've held back, I think, because I thought he was always surrounded with great things. I've waited five years to see him play a road playoff game, and he's and he's the reason that he hasn't. So I just wanted to say that I I just think the world of the guy, and I you know we, last night we talked. What do you think? Initial thoughts? Eagles, man, it sucks going against Mahomes. So that's why I, I pick Kansas. I pick Kansas City in winners because I figured Cincinnati'd be popular off a great performance, and the idea that you could get Mahomes at home as essentially a dog, and that line went all over the place, just seemed preposterous. Ooh. The thing about a guy like Mahomes is he's he's so good and he's, his talent is so elevated, it allows people to miss something that's obvious. Mm-hmm. He's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. And he demonstrated that Sunday. 
he's out there and whatever he had, whatever the number is, like one's not close to my full self, 10's everything I got. I don't know what the number was, but it wasn't 10. It wasn't no. close to 10. Nope. And he makes big time plays and people are sick of it. I'm sure because it's been a constant, but people got sick of Brady. And then finally, after at some point, I, I don't know what the, I don't have the right way to frame it. I just think any, any team that wins a lot, is naturally going to have people that get tired of watching them win all the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you tire of Mahomes, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? It, yeah. It's, it's just absurd eye talent, absurd ability to improvise, toughness. It's all, it's all there. And uh, they needed every bit of it. And again, it's a bummer that a bummer that a flag is helped late. I would have loved to have seen more time on the clock just to see what happened in overtime. It's, it, just for the new rules, too. It would have been wild to see that. Uh, but Kansas City got a big punt return. They got a, a scramble on third down. They got a flag that it's unfortunate, and then a kick's made, and they win a game, and they're on, and they're on to the Super Bowl. And Steve, before we move on to the first game, one last person to give some acknowledgement to, and that's Marquez Valdez Scantling, mm. who who came up really big. It's Ooh. easy to it's 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 easy to point to players who go down uh, when they're obvious, the Purdy injury, right? But Kansas City was without. McCall Hardman, they were without Juju Smith-Schuster. They had, uh, they didn't have Watson. Tony got hurt on that catch. You got a guy at Marquez Valdez-Scantling who, when he was in Green Bay, what was he? He was boomer bust. His stat line for a week might be one catch, six yards, two, mm -hmm. three targets. Then the next week, he'd have four catches for 130, two touchdowns. You know what I mean? That's what he was, boomer yeah. bust. He made big-time plays for the chiefs in a, in a game where they needed somebody other than Kelsey who shout to him, just like Mahomes, there was no chance in God's green earth. He was missing that game mm -hmm. and he's out there another touchdown. He's reaching the, you know, Jerry Rice type levels of, of postseason greatness in terms of catches. He's still trails, right? going to be a ways to catch him, but Kelsey's one of one in terms of postseason tight ends at this stage. Right. Yeah, but again, I just I wanted to mention MVS before I forgot because I thought he was significant in a in a game where somebody had to be because they were that cupboard used to be stocked. You know, you, you know, he had the one buddy you'd go to his house and he had every treat. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs yeah. were the friend that they had the fruit roll ups. They had the Oreos. They had the M and M's. They had like a row of like nine cereals, all the good ones. And I'd be like, I got some quisp, but that's, that's about it. <laughs> they were they were kind of down to the not bare bones, but they didn't have their full complement, and um, they still got it done to take on the Eagles. And that game is I, I I was kidding about the whole rigged bit about the Tony catch, but I'm not. I mean, it's fourth and three. Sirianni's goes for it a lot. First drive of the game, they throw it to Devontae Smith, who gets up and immediately, I guess that must be the symbol, hurry up. He was knocking his knuckles together. Yep. Can't, there's this new expedited review. They didn't do it. Why? I don't know. San Francisco could have chucked the rad flag just to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's too big a play not to challenge. They didn't. That was a massive mistake because it appeared that ball hit a ground. The way things get turned over now, I'm pretty sure it gets turned over. 
so if they get that touchdown to start, which is a big statement, but this, this isn't complicated. Anybody that's doing a podcast about Sunday's games is going to have some version, I assume, of what you and I will say here, which is Purdy got hurt. We find out the news Monday, which sucks for him. It's a torn ulnar collateral ligament. And now who knows how long he's out. But that the, you're not winning with your fourth string quarterback. You're just not. All credit in the world for that defense. They managed to hang around and make it a 7-7 game for a minute. And then, speaking of officiating, there were a ton of penalties on a drive late in the second quarter that allowed the Eagles to go the length of the field, score a touchdown, followed immediately by a fumble by Johnson, which allowed the Eagles to get a second touchdown. And that was a wrap. There was just no way that San Francisco, down to their fourth-string quarterback, against a defense that's historic in terms of getting to the quarterback, whether he's a starter or not, it's just not happening. And mm-hmm. Shanahan was absolutely irate during that drive about calls. He was irate about the block, uh, the, the running into the kicker, which I thought was terrible. I felt like the, the Niner was blocked into the punter. But this game's simple. I mean, Purdy gets hurt, and that's, that's the end of that. And it's just – That's it. That's it. It sucks. That's, it that's sucks. It. You, you, you woke up Sunday knowing we got three football games left. They feel like they could be great. And then the first one is Purdy gets hurt, and that's it. And I don't know what you do if you're the Niners. You know you had an incredible year. Your, your team managed to absorb Lance going down, Garoppolo filling in, him going down, this guy who's the last pick becoming what he became. Now he's hurt, which, which now what do you do moving forward? And, you, you know, D'Amico's probably going to go back home to Houston and good for him. Um, hey, maybe Texans, you give a guy, uh, you know, more than a year. Maybe you give a, maybe because he's a Texan and he's coming home, he'll get more than a year. I don't know. But it's, uh, it's, it's a year, an offseason where San Francisco will have some things to sort out. Obviously, you're still in a really good place. But what a giant, what a giant dud of a day. Um, if you're just fans of the game, particularly if you're a Niner fan. Yeah, it's it's done. I was so fired up for that game, and then I wasn't. I'll just say this off of that game. <laughs> Do, when you look at the Super Bowl and you look at the Eagles, do you wonder about their road and how they got here when it comes to lining up on Super Bowl Sunday? Of course. It's not unreasonable to point it out. It's not unreasonable to say, um, all right, you, you play the Giants, who you beat the one time you played good against good, you beat them 48 to whatever, and then you played San Francisco with their four-string quarterback. Um, and so that's that's the road they got. But they earned the right to be at home because they were the ones. And that's that was their road. No, the thing about sports, no one ever looks back at the team who, and, and you know, wins an NCAA tournament and they didn't have to play the one because they got upset by somebody. So it's an easier road. You get the road you get. And in their case, they're going to have to win three football games. Look, Kansas City got Jacksonville, who was game and spirited and fought them. But then that was a team that had not ever been in the playoffs before. Trevor Lawrence in his second year. You're not always going to have to go through the hardest road. But I understand what you're saying. It's not unreasonable to ask the question. I'm sure Eagle fans don't. What are they going to say? Tough. Yeah. Here kiss we are. Our ass. We're here. Yeah. Come to the me. You're all invited to the party at my ass. Uh, we'll see you in Glendale.
Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interesting stat that came out of Sunday night show. We were talking. You made you made the point. Both teams have scored the exact same number of points. Uh, they get their completely different paths. You got the number one passing offense in Kansas City against the number one passing defense in Philly. That's that's happened twice in Super Bowls in history. Both times the defense got the better of the offense. Mm-hmm. For what that's worth, Philadelphia. I mean, Hertz basically didn't have to throw it in either either game. No, uh, play, either playoff game. Cause what do they do? They, they know who they are. They're going to get after your pass or they're going to run the football. And so hurts who gives a crap what hurts numbers are. They've won. They won both games and routes. We don't need to throw it if we can run it. That's my point. I, I'm not worried about it at all. I thought you learned a lot from Sirianni and what he was going to do and going for it when it's a, I think it was a tie game uh, on fourth down. The drive, the drive went seven to seven in, before in all own- the, before all the penalties happened, yeah. they went for it from their own 29-yard line, which started that drive, which led to the 14-7 lead. And and that's 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 all I need to see because now now I know this this team is going to line up and they're going to let it rip. And I think it's awesome for fans uh, looking forward to Super Sunday because the Eagles know what know what they have, and that's what I think really confused people, and that's why these dumb narratives start is. You know, plenty of people thought the Giants could go there with familiarity and and play with the Eagles. But the problem was we didn't see the Eagles full strength for over a month. And it's amazing to me how it kind of lined up the last time they won the Super Bowl. When they lose Wentz and they go through these motions, they look terrible doing it. But what do you know? They're still the one seed and they go to the Super Bowl and play their best game of the year. And that's that's the one thing, because I think. You know, if you play Kansas City, you've got to have something extra in the tank offensively. But I think Philly does like the idea that they have more guys, more difference makers on the defensive side of the ball, uh, especially up front, where I think that is going to be the game. Late third quarter, fourth quarter, what's the Chiefs offensive line look like? And and, and how's Mahomes uh, doing staying upright? 
that that's that's the dictator in the game as we look what, forward. We have plenty of time to talk about it. But what, what about the uh, what about the notion that familiarity with the stage and what it all feels like is a clear benefit to the Chiefs? I mean, the, what's incredible for the Eagles organization? I did a, one big thing on the show about it Sunday night, man. They they were here five years ago. They got a yeah. new coach, a new quarterback. Give Roseman all the credit in the world with what they've done. Uh, their roster's awesome. And in five years, they're back. That's an, you can't do that. No one's ever done it with a new quarterback and a new coach mm-hmm. in this short a span ever. But it's all it's not all new. You've got some people that are familiar, but mostly Kansas City has done this, uh, that group. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to matter, um, but that'll be a topic of conversation. Well, another guy I want to give it just not that he would care, but I think we all just wondered what Sirianni's story was that opening presser we played that Sunday boy I forgot how that you know what he sounded like he sounded like a like a kid in high school that had to give a report and was just nervous you know because I'm sure he Public was speaking class well and, and and I shouldn't say a kid anyone any an adult that has to go give a presentation yeah I mean it's it's That's daunting never done it before it's daunting <laughs> and and you know we played it back and you're like wow he's talking about we're gonna have a system and the system, and it's going to be hard for them to figure out, but we're going to know what to do. And you're like, oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And then he did the thing about water and flowers, and they were whatever their record was. It wasn't good. And they made the playoffs a year ago, and he's in the Super Bowl. And I'll eat it, man. I, I didn't see it. I didn't buy it. And I was wrong when it came to him. He – um He's push, pushing all the buttons correctly, and that team's got a whole lot of um, a whole lot of positive momentum in every direction. So, a lot of interesting things to discuss. I, I think one thing that's really really cool is the fact that it's Mahomes against Jalen Hurts, which means you have two black quarterbacks going head to head in the Super Bowl. And being a Washington fan. I remember the good old days when they were winning Super Bowls. They had Doug Williams, quarterback, against Denver in a Super Bowl where they where they scored. But he 35. came in because Schrader got hurt. Yeah, and and but Doug was the, the guy that started that game. Then he got hurt in that game. Then he ended up back in that game. That's right. They scored thirty five in the second quarter. Um, Doug was asked at the Super Bowl how long he'd been a black quarterback, and it was like a topic of conversation where that was. Somehow it was uh, a different. Somehow that was seen as a thing. And listen, it was a thing for a long time. And even up until the time that you know Lamar Jackson's coming out of out of, out of Louisville, won a Heisman, and there was conversation about what position he's going to play. And then you know what? He won an MVP in the NFL. And now we have two two quarterbacks going head to head in the Super Bowl. Black quarterbacks. Look at what's coming up in the draft and somebody's going to figure out what kind of a King's ransom they got to pay to Chicago to move up to one so they can draft presumably Bryce Young. CJ Stroud's going to go high too. And you're talking about black quarterbacks who played where not at HBCUs at the two of the five biggest. This is, this is a list. I'm not good at lists. Alabama and Ohio state, two of the five biggest brands in college football. Yeah. They're top 10 just to be safe. That's where they played college football. Two California kids that went to play college football at Alabama and Ohio State, and now they're going to come out of the, as big of a football factories as there are 
in college football and go in the top five in the draft. And so that what was once like a, a storyline in Super Bowls a long, long time ago, as if somehow it was a, a, an oddity that Doug Williams was equipped to play the position. Now you got Mahomes going head to head with Hertz. And remember, Philly, you weren't psyched when he got drafted because you already had a guy. <laughs> eh, funny how it works out. Anyway, mm. it's just it's just that you, you don't you don't just say a storyline or, or that that the past is gone. But that that story or that uh, that notion is so, so foreign to anybody. You, you say it to a kid now, they'd be like, what? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Like you, you couldn't play a quarterback if you're what? Different. Doug Williams is a black quarterback. No, he's a quarterback. Well, no, no, right. you're exactly right. You're just quarterbacks, great quarterbacks. And um, so that's that story to me. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how or if at all that Williams uh, bite from years ago is brought up. And just in terms of uh, how how different, thankfully, the position is viewed and also how different the game is played because of all of the, the, the skill sets that are now required to play the position, regardless of if you're whatever, black, white, or from outer space. The game is played differently now. And Mahomes and Hurts, the, the presumed MVP frontrunner before his shoulder injury was Hurts, the guy that's going to win it, I presume now, is Mahomes. And um, one of many storylines that we'll be hearing about during uh, – during the Super Bowl, Kelsey Brothers podcast should be fun. I don't know how they deal with that. Andy they should take Reagan. a hiatus. They like each other too much. Not for these two weeks. Be interesting. I think the center center is the smartest player on the field, right? Yep. I think this. I think the center is going to play. Athletes the best athlete. The tight end is best athlete on the field. So says my co-host. I think the center is going to play some mind games with the tight end. <laughs> that would be my that would be my guess. No, um, it's it's awesome. I God, the, man, their family's got to be. I think Jason said today, my mom can't lose. That's just that's awesome stuff. But it really is. It really it is, is cool. Yeah, that's some crazy emotions. Um, are we done with football? Yeah. Is there yeah. a new sport? New sport we got to talk about. Yeah, there is. Yeah. We let the people know that you're you're uh, you're taking your talents outside to the mountains. I went skiing last week. Everybody, <sighs> yep, skiing. Now, Not let me tell water you skiing. Nope, mountains. Now, a couple of things. Mountains. Shout out to the folks in uh, Bryce out there in Virginia, Bryce Mountain. If you're familiar with the, the D.C. area, you go on across the bridge to Virginia, you get on 66, head to the mountains. Now, it has not snowed here at all. I think New York's about this 323 days I saw today. It had since it snowed a measurable snow in New York, which is either a record or approaching a record. Well, it hadn't snowed there either, but it doesn't matter. They got snow on the mountain, man-made. And uh, went skiing. Went skiing with another family. Okay. Now, other family is from Colorado, moved here re a couple years ago, and they are excellent skiers. The kind of skiers, Steve, where when they ski, it looks poetic and like ballet and 
when I ski, it's like smooth. a hip. It's like very, very smooth. I'm more like a hippo on roller skates where you just you see it and you're thinking something horrible is about to happen. But what's that hippo on roller skates hadn't been on roller skates in decades. Like, you remember when I said I don't remember the last time I ran at top speed? Yeah. I've run at top speed lots and lots of times more recently than I have skied, which is to say, I don't know when. Now, I was very lucky growing up. We had a family friend who had a place in Colorado in Snowmass, which was awesome. Just fantastic. Got to got to ski out there and and learn in the West. If you ski anywhere in the East where it's just basically a chunk of ice and your skis chatter across it and you're trying to hold on for dear life when you turn, you go ski out in Colorado or somewhere where there's actual snow. It's like carbon butter. It's a, it's a lovely. So I learned out there. So I know how to do it. Haven't done it in a long time. Now, Friday night, I want you to understand what happened to your boy. I would never make light of like anxiety. It's a real thing that people battle. Um, I felt like I, I had, I was, I had like an anxiety attack at three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and then I started thinking about having to put skis on my feet in the morning. And I'm telling you, I thought can't do it. Not going to do it. You can't make me do it. I'm not doing it. And then I was like, I'm like, my children are here. They, 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 I'm not going to let my kids down. They want to see no. Dad on the mountain. Go shred. But then, but then in the immortal words of Michael Jordan, effing kids. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't, I'm not going to, I can't do it. I'm so scared. All right. Fast forward to the morning. We're getting ready. Uh, You're doing my, it. Wife, no, no. Wife and kids are going out. Oh, I'm like, oh. I'm not doing it. Can't do it. I'm gonna have. I, I haven't slept since I've been up since three o'clock. I'm, I, I'm, I'm tied in a knot. And I lay down in the bed, and then I just had a moment of of clarity, and I just said, "You're going skiing." Yeah. Went over the mountain. Couple of deep breaths, strapped on, strapped on the skis, stood there on the fake snow, and then I thought, I'm not sure I can do it. Here we, we go. Wife said, "You want to go on the magic carpet? Just do this little ride with Charlie." I'm like, "Nope, take me to the top of the mountain." That's what we did. I came down the mountain, Steve, and again, wasn't pretty, but I got down the hill. We went back up again and we did it. We skied all day. Woo! And now, now I'm online looking for gear. I'm back in the game. I need my need some equipment. So the next time we go, I'm gonna be like the first guy out on the lift. Let's go. Mountain opens at 8:30. Let's get your get your act together. Where's the black diamond? Now, now here's. <laughs> Our our hosts, by the way, magnificent people. And give them a shout. Give a shout to to Wes and Katie. Lovely people. And their kids just couldn't be nicer. Lovely children who all ski like gold medal winning children. 
They're, they're, they're just straight down the hill. But then actually the one, the one, their, their son said, no, actually, I prefer to carve. I'm like, excuse, pardon me. Whoa. You're not a bomber. You're not a bomber. You're a carver. Wow. Um, but they, they all are love, better people than skiers and they're incredible skiers, but they were tolerant with me, patient with me. And here's the thing in my brain that, that why I got tied in such a knot. I, maybe people could relate to this. If you played golf, like in your teen years, in your t- early 20s, and you were fine, you could play, but you hadn't played in decades, and then you were supposed to play golf the next day with people that were scratch golfers, you'd think in your head, I can't, I don't want to be on the first tee, whiffing, topping the golf ball with everyone looking at me going, oh, it's okay, and patronizing me and pitying me and then under their breath being like this guy sucks and this day is going to be a nightmare because that's what they would quietly be thinking and i didn't want to be the guy that ruined everyone's fun right so i just i I just needed to get on the tee and take a swing i guess is what i'm saying and you know we hit it a little bit but uh you know you you watch you you watch him ski and it's just like oh look at that Looks like there should be Mozart playing beneath it. I'm like, <laughs> it was horrible, but I did it. And and then the one, this one other th- aside here, my wife, who's like, you know, your kids, she's trying to give me the pump, but she's like, they want nothing more than to just be out there with their dad. And I'm like, yeah, let me tell you something. We went up there and they realized dad didn't want to ski down the, the steep slope. And you know what they did? They're like, see ya. They went down the black diamond and I went down like the green slope. So I skied by myself a lot because no one wanted to ski with me. So the truth is the kids didn't really want to ski with dad. I guess they liked that I was there, uh, but it was an important hurdle. So the met, the thing to all of you out there, maybe it isn't skiing. Maybe it's something that you used to do and you're a little bit scared to do it. Don't let, don't let crushing anxiety set in. Take mm. a deep breath, breathe it in. When you exhale, get rid of it. And then, you know, whether it's getting back on the metaphorical T or getting back on the lift, just get back out there. Give it a shot. Look at you. Changed man. I was so concerned I was going to just pop a knee. And that's my next question. Yeah. How are we feeling physically? Let me tell you something, Steve. You know, you ride ride the bike a lot, do the Peloton. Yeah. Skiing requires you to use muscles in your legs that, that have not been used in some, uh, maybe apparently decades. Mm. And, and the hanging on for dear life that I was doing from the top to the bottom, there was a profound ache in the thighs. Um, How the hip the, flexors? Those all right? Yeah, I stretch those a lot, as okay, you know. Good. I, I lay down and, and, you're and stretcher. Do, you've got to. Kids, as you get older, you, you, you need to stretch. It's important. You're young now. You don't need to stretch. When you get old, you got to stretch. But stretch, yeah, there, a lot of stuff hurt. A lot of stuff hurt. But again, uh, this this Bryce, it's uh, it's great, great, okay. f- fun little place. It's, it seems like a little little vibe with the community. People kind of know each other. The parents afterwards having a little après ski, huh? A few pops, mountainside. There you go. Meet me they at can, the lodge. They, 
it could really use just a couple inches of snow. I think would help everybody on the East Coast. But it, let me tell you what, I've been looking at the model, Steve. Oh, it ain't coming. Yeah, we got another February. It's gonna be cold. Gonna be very cold this weekend, and then that's then and that's the end of it. February gonna be warm, and it may not snow at all here. Uh, mm. That's fine. I got my skiing in. I don't want to. You're going back next week. A couple weeks, gonna head west. Get there you go. Da- gonna get a couple days. You you think I'm kidding? I'm buying outfits. I'm gonna be like a tourist. Is that that guy? Hey, Look at him. He's got I've that big hat. A with I never put a pair of skis on in my life, but I know that skiing out west is a hell of a lot different than skiing out east. It's it's a little steeper. A little I was more, just gonna say, a little more a little larger, a little steeper. Takes a little longer to get up and down the slope. We're gonna be doing some some of those chair sits on a wall. You, you ever like? Got to do that. Got to build up. Got to build up thigh and I get the endurance. quads. I'm elderly and I haven't done anything like that in a long time, but, uh, yeah, we're, uh, got out there on the slopes. So there you go. Um, very good. Got, a, got Super Bowl set. Uh, we skied. I want to, I want to close with a, a chance for people to win money. Okay. What is it? We got some sponsored element I'm unaware of. Nope. This is very simple. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Wake Forest is playing at Duke. Okay. Take Wake Forest because, as you know, your most hated thing about me is that you're part of the brotherhood. I'm not part of the brotherhood. I'm a Duke basketball fan, and it is my first time ever going to Cameron Indoor Stadium for a game. I will tell you right now, take Wake Forest. Are you saying you are a mush from a Bronx tail? Yes, yes. 100%. I know myself. I'm 45 years old. I know what happens. You know how many Mets games I went and saw and they won? Not many. Okay. So I got to go do this because it's it's an unbelievable opportunity and it's my squad. So, okay. So, just trying to help the people. That's what I'm trying to do also. All right. So, if you're hearing this after Tuesday, sorry for those of you listening prior to Tuesday night. There you go. What time? What time's it tip in uh, Cameron Indoor? Seven, Seven or PM. nine? Seven. And then next week, presumably on a laptop, not a phone. Although who knows? I'll be interested to ask you because you went in December to Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I did, and, and now you will be in Cameron, and I'd be interested to see how you compare them because my rankings, and I haven't been to all of them, mm-hmm. but my rankings are Fog number one and Cameron number two. Only because Fog Allen, as I've explained, is twice the size, essentially, of Cameron. So you're going to see Cameron. It's spectacular. Uh, it's just it's half, basically half the size of, uh, of the fog. That's my view. You have a different view. You see the world through the brotherhood lens. So we'll get your we'll get your scouting. Did you ever go Duke. see Maryland play at Duke? Nope. Why not? Um, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to end up in the who's gal. And, you know, Very I didn't want to end up on the wrong end of a, of a, you know, of a 30 day bid for whatever. Uh, not, you know, I, I think I told the story to people through the years. My, 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 my best, uh, my, one of my best friends, my roommate in college was from Bloomfield, New Jersey, and his boy was Allah Abdel Nabi. And so back in the day, we, we went down to Duke and uh, saw Allah and that was a, 
Fun squad. Obviously, they made it to oh. a title game. Got wrecked by about a thousand by you. Thirty. Yeah, be That's 30. what. That's what it was out in Denver. Not a thousand. But anyway, the, the 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 funny thing about me is that I was this. I was this. I wasn't even a closeted Duke fan. I was out in the open. Big Duke fan when Allah was there, and uh, you know, boy, have times the, changed over the years. <laughs> it was you know subtle, subtle changement in the direction of uh, how we felt about all of that. Uh, but now I'm an adult and I've outgrown. Um, I've outgrown some of that. Yeah, and then just to prove the mush, uh, what's Maryland's record at home this year? They've lost one game. Who'd you go to that game with? You. Thank you. All right, so uh, Duke and Duke fans, sorry in advance. Uh, everybody else, get to the We're going to have a hell of a time, though. I'll tell you that. Free white, free money Tuesday. Yep. Get to the window because, yeah, Maryland was down at home about 60 to 10. Uh, Steve's never coming with me again. But the good news, he doesn't need to come with me again because he's all my friends like Steve better than me, which is fine, which is How fine. How are your friends doing? I feel, I feel like a divide's coming. With this easel, eagle success, Giants falling off, a lot of angst. I mean, all you, that, you commander fans, like I try you, and stay out of it. Yeah, you figured our group out. I mean, it's it's a lot of love, hate, a lot of anger There's this week. A couple teaspoons of love and maybe a pinch of hate. Sometimes you you know you reverse it. You want to just keep a you mm. want to keep a good balance. Is probably a lot of people out there can relate to that. So, um, all right, we got a. Uh, we got a show to do uh, on TV. I should probably get to that. See if we can yep. find a laptop that works. If we don't, we'll just wing it for an hour. We're gonna and see wing how it. That goes kind of like this pod. Thanks for listening. It's SV Pod. It's me and IT Steve. Everyone have a great week and uh, let's go Deeks. <laughs>